0: Next up, BYU Sports Nation. Take notice, people. Multiple teams
1: ranked, relevant, and rolling. But are the BYU spring sports underappreciated? Hey, don't take third-ranked men's volleyball for granted. The assistant coach Jalen Reyes is in studio, plus golf star Rose Huang on hosting the West Coast Conference Championships this week. We go between
0: the lines with 21st-ranked softball after 10 straight wins, and the number one recruit in the
2: country is headed to BYU. Say what? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
0: BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, April 18th, wherever and however you're dialed in. It is fabulous. To have you with us, alongside Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton, and for those that don't know Jerem, he is the Fast and the Furious expert.
1: Am I? I wouldn't call myself an expert. Have
0: you seen all of the movies?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think so. I couldn't tell you the plot from one through six. You can't remember, see, okay, tell me this. Tokyo Drift, I remember they were in Tokyo, that's about it.
0: The Ocho just came out.
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to see it today.
0: So th- with the Ocho right. pending...
1: Right now we're the only five people in the theater.
0: <laughs> There's a I reason for that. <laughs> with, with the Ocho pending, what's the best Fast and the Fur- Furious movie you've seen?
1: The last one? I don't know. Yeah. really, You're, more, you're usually more opinionated Hashtag Rip, this. Paul Walker. I just told you. I don't know. I don't remember anything from them. Man. See, I remember what's the... What's your favorite? Number two. Oh, okay. I think Tyrese well, is hilarious in that movie. I think he's hilarious in every
0: (laughs) movie. He is. Number two is my favorite.
1: I think that choice is ludicrous.
0: Oh, Oh, I see what you did there. That's why you're the expert, man. Fast and the Furious, the Ocho. Just five guys in the theater, hanging out, watching The Rock. Just five guys. Tyrese.
1: (laughs) Vin Diesel. Jason Statham. (laughs) Kurt Russell. (laughs) And others. Uh,
0: how, How have they made eight movies? And they've turned it into a lucrative business. They're the real winners. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, they're, they're awesome. I can't wait to watch it. It features exactly.
0: the highest paid actor in Hollywood as well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Wa-
1: oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Did D- you know that? Dwayne.
0: The highest paid actor in Hollywood is The Rock.
1: I don't think he was in Interstellar.
0: But Not Tom Hanks. Not
1: Russell Crowe. Well, not Meryl mean, Streep. Well, you mean currently. Not all time. True, but right now that's pretty amazing. all-time Tom Hanks is like, what's my bank account look like? Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> up there. Tom Cruise is like, yeah, it's probably.
0: yeah, like is there is there an all-time richest Hollywood employee? What? Like who compiles that list? Forbes, get on uh, that's it right what IMDb now. IMDb is for. Forbes or IMDb. Yeah, I let's exist. go. What's our net worth on IMDb? Don't answer that question. Let's go to the headlines.
2: It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines.
0: Tonight, game day. BYU Baseball at Utah in the second game of the season series. The Cougars beat the Utes on March 28th, 11-6. to It sounds so wonderful to say those words. Yeah. The Cougars beat the Utes. Coach Mike Littlewood feels like his team has a really good opportunity of making it 2-for-2 two two this season tonight. I think we're playing really well right now. Um, I, if we play catch and we just throw strikes, I think we're going to have a, a chance to win this game. Like I said, I mean, Utah, BYU is just is one of those things that you throw all the records out the window and you just go battle for nine innings and see how it finishes. That sounds so simple to say, hey, if we just throw strikes and play catch. What he's saying is if we don't commit errors and do really – untimely things then we're going to be in a good position to win that game and that has been the case for BYU all year when they can play cl- relatively clean baseball
1: yeah. they'll win yeah and it's a big game it's uh you know it's it's Utah, it's a back 12 team it's it's important it's important and so every year they play three games two up there one down here and you switch so this is the second game in Salt Lake BYU and Utah will play at home uh in Provo that is May ninth
0: and that will be on BYU TV Speaking of tonight's game, BYU Radio and the Pac-12 Network, 8 Eastern Time. Lock it in.
1: BYU sweeps the Softball West Coast Conference Weekly Honors for the fourth time this year. Caitlin Larson Aldridge, Player of the Week. And for the sixth time this season, McKenna Bull wins the West Coast Conference McKenna Bull Pitcher of the Week. Mm -hmm. Mm Because that's what we call it. Yes, Aldridge cashed in on the BYU Sports Nation karma in the first game against Pacific last Friday, hitting this triple.
0: Caitlin Aldridge, who struck out on her first at-bat, has a chance... To get the better of Haley Reed.
2: And Aldridge goes to the gap. One hops the wall. Two runs
0: across. Make it three. Ashley Thompson touches home. And Aldridge has a two out RBI, three RBI triple to bring the score to eight to nothing.
1: I think she thought it was a home run because she did not sprint out of the box there. But the Cougars dropped to number 21 in the latest USA Today Coaches Poll de- from number 20, despite winning all four games last week and outscoring its opponents 42 to three. So that makes perfect sense, right? Uh, tomorrow, the Cougars host Southern Utah, 8 Eastern, on BYU TV and the app.
0: This just in from the voice of reason, Ben Bagley, Jerem.
1: The highest paid actor. You're the of voice, all of time. voice of reason? He's the voice of reason.
0: Yes, the, vo- the, the voice of reason. <laughs> the face of highest the face of grossing of actor. actor of all time per IMDb. won Harrison Ford.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's like a three seed winning the championship. Like he's up there, but I wouldn't I wouldn't call him one seed all the time. Pretty cool. Maybe two seed.
0: Punch it, Chewy. Yeah. Third ranked BYU oh. volleyball faces fourth ranked Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> this Thursday.
1: Thank you, Studio C, for the rights
0: in the MPSF semifinals at Long Beach State. The Cougars are the number one team in the RPI. To Jerem Jordan's man. overjoyed expression.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love that. Metric.
0: Assistant coach Jalen Reyes will join us coming up in just a few minutes.
1: And former Cougar women's hoopster Kalani Purcell signed a contract for training camp with the Dallas Wings of the WNBA. Training camp starts Sunday. Good luck to Kalani Purcell.
0: Spread your wings and fly, Kalani. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> ah I can't.
0: <laughs> Where listen.
1: I need a cheese grater with just a block of Tillamook. Just <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, yes. It's like right here during the break. We're going to see Fast and the Furious 8. It is a day for cheese.
1: Yeah, I'm going to just. What
0: do you want to eat?
1: Give me some cheese and a large popcorn.
0: (laughs) Rise and check. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our
2: priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The spoils of spring. In most cases, football,
0: which is king, and basketball, Get the majority of attention from fans and media, regardless of the fan base. This is a shock to nobody.
1: Speaking of which, hit it.
2: Countdown
1: to the Viking. 130. I stumbled there. You stumbled? I, I couldn't tell. Because I- because i was looking at you <laughs> trying to read cuz we did not discuss what when, when it's not easy uh illy, easy uh you know syllables. syncopation and yeah. yeah 130 yeah that makes sense okay we used to like rehearse it before, like, okay, it's a weird one. What do we do? I kind of like the talk.
0: mystery of, of not
1: knowing. Yeah. How are we going to do like, this? It's like I don't air, know. Airheads, the white mystery, like the mystery flavor. You're like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Can you tell? Can anybody tell me what flavor that is? The white mystery flavor? Has somebody like pinpointed that? It's a mystery. That thing? That's why it's. I know, but has somebody like really experienced it? It's like when people like, are
1: like, eh. I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm like, like, can you keep a secret? I'm like, it won't be a secret when you tell me. Like, you realize <laughs> that, right?
0: I could go for some white airheads today during the movie. One hundred thirty days away from BYU football and Portland State in late August. I can't believe that. I mean, media day happens generally in June, and then fall camp's going to start late July, and then a month later there's an actual game. July, yeah, because of the new NCAA rule changes. we'll We'll see. Like I said, football, basketball get the majority of our attention. We're always excited about that. But now that we've got that out of the way. People, take a step back. It's time to appreciate not what's happening or will happen 130 days from now, but what is going on right this very moment on campus at BYU with the spring sports. I kind of compare it to underappreciated cars, but super reliable and always there for you. Okay. I know that football is the BMW or the Audi or the Mercedes when it comes to cars on the market, right? Like They're they're the high rollers. It's the big money.
1: The interest level for the fan base, too. The most interest is in that team.
0: But I'm here to tell you that the Toyota Camry deserves some respect. Year in and year out, most reliable car. Don't break down. Easy to maintain. It wins. And they just released a brand-new sport edition of the Toyota Camry, and it looks fresh. And it is the BYU Spring Sports, Jerem. It's time to
1: appreciate goodness. And this brings us to our Twitter question, Spender. Which BYU team is the most underappreciated team on campus? Why? Doesn't have to be from Spring. Just in general. Any sport. Just in general, right? Club, whatever. At Laser Sheep. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Realistically, I'm going with softball. They're pretty dominant and get less attention than less dominant teams. Hashtag smackball.
0: They win the (laughs) conference championship every year. Yeah. Eight years in a row. They go to the NCAA tournament every year.
1: Let's walk through this, okay? Women's soccer, top five last year. Sweet Sweet 16. 16, Great crowds. They're amazing. Two draft picks, top 11. They're awesome. Women's volleyball, sweet 16 for four years in a row? Five years in a row? four years in a row. Four years in a row. Women's golf, NCAA championships. We'll talk to to Rose Wong coming up. They're hosting the West Coast Conference.
0: They've come out of nowhere in the last two years under Carrie Roberts. Yep.
1: Women's hoops has been really good under Jeff Judkins going to NCAA tournaments. Uh, men's volleyball is a tremendous team. More on that in just a second. Um, let's see, men, men and women's tennis, men's golf, cross country, both were top 20. Gymnastics went to the NCAA regional. So you, a- after the fall in the Learfield Sports Directors' Cup, BYU was number five. So I think the fall sports are pretty good. The spring have been bringing it, too. Not only do you have baseball playing really well right now, you have 21st-ranked softball. And you have men's volleyball. I don't think that men's volleyball is the most underappreciated. I think they're very appreciated. Absolutely. I think people get what men's volleyball is, which is high flyers, 46-inch verticals, uh, highly ranked, championships, uh, competing at the highest level. In fact, they're, in terms of ranking, it's hard to beat this team. Maybe rugby competes with it, but that brings us to our stat of the day. Yes. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU men's volleyball has been ranked in the top four in the last 32 ABCA polls. Essentially the last two seasons.
0: Sean Olmstead, as the top head coach, has four. never not been ranked in the top four.
1: How about that? Take that for data. That's what I say to that.
0: So okay, it's, it's understandable. Race, when I sent out the poll question five days ago Yeah. about which BYU team currently playing has the majority of your attention... 56% of that vote, and there were over 400 votes, went with third-ranked BYU volleyball. Yeah. Not a surprise. Yeah,
1: and So I think they're appreciated. So you talk about underappreciated. I, I'm probably going to lean towards a women's sport just because that won't have the, uh, as big a general interest. But I think the BYU fans are good about knowing, hey, this is a good team. I'm going to either show up or watch them or just support them in some way or at least acknowledge they exist. I think that right now it's softball. I think number 21 softball is underappreciated. They play great ball. They go to the regionals every year. They win the conference title every year. They have a chance at hosting a regional this year. They've been to one super regional. It's, it's time to get in back. In
0: 2010. To,
1: and then if you win a super regional, you go on to the College World Series. So I think it's softball.
0: 18th in the RPI. Eight straight conference titles. They're 31-10. and 10. This team feels special. They're always good. This team is next level because they have one of the best pitchers in the entire country, McKenna Bowl.
1: Yeah, they're really good.
0: And their lineup is out of this world strong from one through nine. But you're right. Same poll question. Only 5% of those 407 votes that came in, Jerem, said softball has the majority of their attention.
1: Yeah, uh, Kyle Chilton. In. He's the men's basketball sports information director. Stat check. Both cross country teams finished in the top ten, not top twenty. But top ten for the first well, time since '96. Well, I that's win. in the top twenty, Kyle. But yeah, I get your point. <laughs> top top ten for both, which is even more impressive, right? It, you, you look. We evaluated all this to a degree when we went through the Big Twelve, you know, pony show in August. How good BYU athletics was. I I just really. I mean, we have a daily show. It really helps. That the rest of the sports, I mean, non-football, men's basketball, are really competitive. There's not really a sport at BYU that's just, like, not even close to competitive, right? They're all competing in some way for a conference title.
0: Yeah, I have to go with softball because of the consistency that they have brought. Like, golf and cross-country, underappreciated. For sure.
1: But and and to, some, to some degree, that's just how it is, right? Whether you like it or not. And we appreciate them on this program, though. The Cougar Whipper absolutely. That's the Covers point everything. of this show.
0: That's the point of the show. Which BYU team is the most underappreciated team on campus and why we have told you our answers. You keep them coming in using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, we are joined by BYU men's volleyball assistant coach Jalen Reyes to preview the MPSF semifinal matchup with Hawaii. Let's beat a team three
1: times, shall we?
2: He's Hawaiian. Wait a minute. What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN whenever you reply.
1: We'll be at the uh, Fan Fest in Las Vegas on Saturday from 3 to 5 Eastern time on BYU TV. It's going to be fun. I believe it starts at 11 a.m. to 2 o'clock local time there. We'll be on the air for two hours, final two hours. So coming out, uh, interviews with players and coaches. If you're local, if you're not, just tune in, hang out with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. From Las Vegas, the Fan Fest details on BYUcougars.com.
0: Which BYU team is the most underappreciated team on campus and why? That is our Twitter brain buster today. At Greg Rosenhan tweets in, for varsity sports, it's got to be golf. I have never heard someone say, let's go watch BYU golf this weekend. But <laughs> no, if there's a there's, weekend to no, do it, it's teams.
1: this weekend. If you're local, Riverside Country Club, BYU is hosting the West Coast Conference Championships in men and women. Are both this weekend?
0: They've never done it either,
1: and it's, and it's free. And it's free, 90 free. Yeah. Let me check that just to make sure men's golf is this weekend as well, but I know the women are. Yeah, the men too.
0: Both teams. Which is pretty cool. Are competing legitimately for a West Coast Conference championship. The women beat Pepperdine last year and ended like that 14-year run of the Waves <laughs> consecutive conference winning streak.
1: They, uh, they, they took down like Gonzaga men's basketball losing the regular season conference title. Or yes. Or the tourney. Yeah. That's the equivalent.
0: So, at Greg Rosenan says, golf, we've seen softball. Jeremy and I gave you our opinions. Download the podcast to hear the rest of that. Joining us now in Studio B, a man who's got a big game of his own to prepare for this week, Jalen Reyes, assistant coach for BYU Volleyball. Jalen, welcome okay. back, man. Thanks for having me, as always. Hey, congratulations on uh, surviving Stanford for a third time. And as a reward, you get Hawaii for a third time. So... <laughs> Why is it so difficult? Why does everybody give so much credence to the statement that it's really hard to beat a team three times in the same season?
3: Um, I guess human nature is part of it, right? You beat them twice, and you feel like, oh, why shouldn't three happen? Um, I think another thing is every team in our league, especially when you get to this round of the tournament, everyone is a legitimate national championship contender, and I think all the coaches in our league can coach. So I think they're pretty good about making adjustments and – figuring out you know, ways to take away what the other teams like to do. So that's what we try to do, and I'm pretty sure that's what Hawaii's trying to do to us on Thursday
1: night. You had great success against Hawaii. A couple of those sets were real tight, and, and it was a good sweep on each night. Uh, but what has your attention about what Hawaii does now, a few weeks later?
3: Um, well, I think they've kind of gotten back to what they've been been doing all year. When they came up here, they didn't serve the ball very well, and then they didn't pass the ball very well. And uh, in volleyball, those two skills are very important. So I think they're going to do a lot better of doing that, possibly at sea level too. Um, so, and I think their opposite, Stein Van Toberg, has been playing really, really good. Um, even when they played up here, he he actually you know played really well against us. So I think those are the things that they've gotten back doing since uh, since they visited Provo about a month ago. And uh, yeah,
0: I believe that BYU for the first time ever has lost more games at home in conference play. Than they have on the road. We'll have to go back and look at that, but I don't recall that ever happening. Undefeated this year, seven and zero away from the Smithfield House in so, league play. In league play, so do you? Do you feel like would you rather play away from home? That sounds so weird to ask that. Um,
3: I think we're comfortable doing both. Um, even last year, we were we were still pretty good on the road. I think we still I think we lost a couple more on the road than we did uh, at a home last year. Um, but I think we like, I mean, of course we like playing at home. Um, I think this year the schedule worked out nice for us that we had the top half, the four teams, the four teams left, we had the other three plus UCLA at home. So that probably helped that we played the better teams, I would say at home. I mean, no disrespect to the other teams that we played on the road, but I think just the way the schedule worked out this year, but I think, uh, I think the boys are in a good mindset. I think the boys really like playing, um, on the road, especially in California, and, yeah, I think, I think we've gotten better at doing that in terms of making it more of a us-versus-the-world mentality down there, even though our fans outnumber all their fans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: also and, a good point. And that will happen in the Walter Pyramid Thursday night against uh, Hawaii in Long Beach, because Long Beach states the one seed, they beat USC, they host. Um, th- this is an opportunity for you guys to not only try and win this conference title, but almost more importantly, and I don't know what's more important to you, Seeding for the NCAA tournament, which the selection show is Sunday. That's big time.
3: For sure. So I think, I think one important thing is a lot of people don't know, if, especially if you don't follow volleyball, this is the last year of like the old MPSF, right, with the six teams breaking away from the MPSF. Um, so we're taking like good pride, especially since we're the only like going to be new MPSF team left in the tournament. We want to kind of represent for the new MPSF that we want to win the last MPSF title. Okay. And I think winning th- – this league is really, really difficult. I think it's one of the top leagues in any sport, I would say, in the country in, in terms of NCAA uh, collegiate sports. And, uh, you know, I think winning three out of four, three, three years out of four years is pretty good. So, four um, out of five would be even better. Four to five would be better. Yeah. And, and then uh, you can give us the trophy. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we have the trophy from we, we have last year. You guys year's... don't even, don't even care about it. I love it.
0: You guys win it again. Can can we have another one to like even out the desk over there? You
3: probably have to ask Sean, but I bet he, I bet he'll bring <laughs> Sean it. gave on Monday. us that one, so he's yeah. gonna give us. I bet on Monday one. if we can win it on Saturday, he'll bring it on Monday. <laughs> Just have him on on Monday.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> we might take that down. We're gonna be in Vegas Saturday. Bookend the desk. <laughs> we might with bring our... that Saturday. MPSF like, trophy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is really funny. Okay, a lot of coaches talk about wanting to peak at the exact right time. Where do you feel like your team is right now in terms of how they have played all season, and, and are, are you peaking at the right time? I think we're peaking in some
3: areas. I feel like some areas we're still—I'm not going to say struggling, but still not where we want to be. But we're definitely doing some good things in some really nice areas, like serving and passing. We've we've started kind of climbing numbers-wise the last couple of weeks in that and. You know, we want to make sure we don't climb too early. It feels weird. We only have, like, you know, hopefully two full weeks of play, but there's still a bye week in between. Mm -hmm. So it still feels like the season has some time, even though it really doesn't anymore. So we just want to make sure that, you know, every single match we get a little bit better and hopefully, you know, it's all about being good in May, you know, so hopefully we're good on those last two days.
0: It's hard not to notice those numbers on uh, Luca's double clipboard. Uh-huh, for sure. He's carrying them all around. Yeah. So. All the
1: vo- volumetrics numbers. You know. Does that <laughs> thing have <laughs> its
0: own uh, Twitter handle yet? Or? Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> someone <laughs> needs to do that. Yeah. At, at, Lucas, double, Lucas, at double clipboard or right? at? At clipboard. Yeah, <laughs> Seating in the NCAA tournament is so important, especially with this six-team setup. And it's at Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, in two weeks, by the way. If you're the one or the two seed, you don't play until Thursday. You just buy into the semifinals. So mm-hmm. what you guys do this week has great bearing on that, yet you want to focus on Thursday's match. So how do you kind of balance that dynamic with the guys?
3: I think I think it's just kind of treating it like how we did all year, making sure that we just focus on one match at a time. We're not even Man, focusing on, on Saturday. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, just I'm not going to lie. Like, like uh, ex- you know, seeding is important. I think it's in the back of our minds. Of course, it helps, you know, if we were to win Thursday, that helps everything. So it kind of... You know, making sure if we focus on Thursday, the seeding will kind of take care of itself in the long run. But I think, you know, I think seeding doesn't, you know, seeding in terms of who you're going to play is important. Maybe not necessarily what numbers assigned to your name. It's about, one, getting into the tournament, which, you know, we still haven't received an invitation for. And making sure that, you know, we can put ourselves in the best situation to win. You know, so whatever seed that is, you know, hopefully we can match up with the team that we like and, you know, we just go from there.
1: What's what's a better matchup for you, though? Ohio State at Ohio State mm-hmm. or Long Beach State? Who's, uh, both are really good, right?
3: I think, I mean, either way, I think when you get to that round, the final six or the final four, um, I think every team is really, really good. So I don't think there's a I'd rather have this. You know, I think it's just, you know, who do you match up well with? You know, and I think who's playing better at the end of the year? And I think, you know, what we learned last year, it's who can serve and pass a little bit better than the other one can. And you know, definitely I'd say on the final match last year, Ohio State did that a little bit better than us last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe and, a lot.
1: <laughs> and seeding, here, here's, here's how this could play out, too. So if you guys win the NPSF tournament, I think you'll be the one seed in the NCAA tournament. Then you would avoid both Ohio State and Long Beach State until the final. So I would That say, would be ideal, right?
3: I would say if everything worked out perfectly, that would be the perfect. where We would, you know, no, dis- no disrespect to any other teams, I would say those two are the probably up there in terms of being the favorites to win. And if we only had to play one of them instead of having to play both of them, like if we were the two or three, then, of course, you know, I think that would be great. But, it, again, it's going to take, you know, we're going to have to win Thursday and then win on Saturday, and still they could seed Ohio State number one. So it, it kind of just – some of it's in our hands and some of it's out of our control. So
0: Yeah, the ideal scenario as presented by uh, Jerem and Jalen just moments ago. Jalen Ray is assistant coach, BYU Volleyball with us on BYU Sports Nation, hanging out in Studio B. When you look at playing in a tournament situation like this and look back on everything this team has gone through and the challenges that are unique to this year, are I mean, why why do you feel like this team can do what last year's team could not do? Well, I
3: think one thing is we return a lot of those guys. And I think um, even though like it was hard on all of them and all of us, I think going through the pain of losing it helped some of the guys and it propelled them over the summer and through the fall. And, you know, kind of getting the guys to understand, you know, a lot of the stuff we've done so far, we've already done. You know, so there's no point of relaxing. There's no point of necessarily feeling good about yourselves because at the end of the day, you know, if we don't finish the deal, you're going to feel that same hurt that you did last year. You know, and I think part of it is is that's driving us to make sure that we don't feel that we don't have to make all those speeches in the locker room like we did last year even though we you know the thing all three of us started were started our speech with well whatever we're going to say isn't going to make you feel better.
1: Yeah, sometimes that happens, mm. right? And and I know you guys want to win the NCAA tournament cuz you've given us the tournament title <laughs> mm-hmm. trophy. Mm-hmm. So unless you're bringing home the bacon, yeah, you're not giving us the scraps. <laughs> well, you are giving us the scraps. We hopefully But no disrespect to the MPSF tournament title. You guys just have national championship for sure
3: for sure and if we were to win that one i
1: think we love having
3: it. yeah i don't know if we'd be able to fit though it might it might cover spencer's head over there it's a little bit bigger than that, la- that
0: and that, that would last be one. a big trophy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you
0: see what you see what you did there you, sorry you teed up top button you yeah. had a lot of
1: assists as a libero that was one of his better
0: ones by the way jalen could you could still play today
1: i man I, I don't know about eric that. eric sykes leads the league in digs i don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know about band, that. Right?
3: I don't think I can play. I try to get out there and I'm like, wow, the ball's. Did the ball
0: always move this fast? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Jalen Reyes with us in studio. Let's give you some karma for the uh, MPSF tournament this weekend, man. Go take care of business. We're looking, uh, looking forward to it. That's the plan. All right. Thanks, Jalen. Thank you. Our Twitter question today Which BYU team is the most underappreciated team on campus and why? Maybe some of you think it's BYU volleyball. If you you underappreciate BYU Volleyball, then you're in a really bad place. Where you been? It's great. (laughs) It's fun. Coming up, it's a Tuesday, which means we have a new edition of Between the Lines, this time with 21st-ranked softball. Did you know they've won 10 in a row, Jerem?
1: I knew that, actually, yeah. And Lauren
0: Frankham's with us next?
1: That's Lauren right there. Yep. There she is, right there.
0: Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live Lord. on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. In fact, if you missed Jerem Jordan making fun of the size of my head and the hopeful MPSF Tournament Championship trophy that we're going to get after this weekend, yeah. download the podcast. You can hear all of that.
1: I hope they win it just so we can have it. Also, the, so BYU can win it. <laughs> like proceeding. That's I want ancillary, trophy, man. That's ancillary to our selfish... Motives of adding to the set. We
0: did absolutely nothing to
1: receive this wonderful piece of championship broadcast game. Oh, the karma! No, the karma. Karma. Yeah. Okay. You're right. We didn't miss a single serve. We didn't have a single hitting (laughs) error. When people are like, "It's your fault," I'm like, "I didn't miss a serve. We did. We did. Hey, we did our part. We did our part. What are you talking about? We never don't do our part. Speaking of (laughs) that's not true. (laughs) Number 21 BYU softball is back in action tomorrow. 8 Eastern time against Southern Utah on BYU TV and the BYU radio. And the ah, yes, yes.
0: It's the fantastic. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. BYU baseball at Utah trying to go 2-0 and against the Utes in the season series. Cougars beat Utah on March 28th, 11-6. to Coach Mike Littlewood feeling pretty good about the opportunity his team has to go 2-0 and after tonight.
1: I think we're playing really well right now. Um, I, if we play catch
0: and we just throw strikes, I think we're going to have a, a chance to win this game. Like I said, I mean, Utah, BYU is just is one of those things that you throw all the records out the window and you just go battle for nine innings
1: and see how it finishes. As long as Mike Littlewood is not Jack Black and Anchorman throwing all the records, a.k.a. burritos, out the window, I think that that will be Hey, man, tolerated. just throw a burrito
0: at me? Just throw a burrito at me? Max Hall story involved in that.
1: Speaking of Utah, BYU in Utah <laughs> games at eight Eastern, by the way. BYU radio, and you can watch on the Pac-12 Network. BYU softball sweeps the West Coast Conference weekly awards for a time this year. They've done that. Caitlin Larson Aldridge, player of the week, and for the sixth time this season, McKenna Bull is the McKenna Bull West Coast Conference pitcher of the week. That's the name of the award. Aldridge cashed in on the BYU Sports Nation Karma in the first game Friday against Pacific. She hit this triple. Caitlin Aldridge, who
0: struck out on her first at bat. Has a chance to get the better of Haley Reed. And Aldridge goes to the gap. One hops the wall, two runs across, make it three. Ashley Thompson touches home, and Aldridge has a two out RBI, three RBI triple to bring the score to eight to nothing. Caitlin Larson Aldridge and McKenna Bull have swept the awards. Before this season. This is the second time they have done that. By the way, the Cougars dropped number or one spot to number 21 in the latest USA Today coaches poll, despite outscoring their opponents last week 42-3. to It wasn't
1: enough. It had to be
0: 45-0. 42-3. The Cougars host Southern Utah at 8 Eastern tomorrow, live on BYU TV and the app.
1: Third-ranked BYU men's volleyball faces fourth-ranked Hawaii this Thursday in the MPSF semifinals at Long Beach State. We just spoke with assistant coach Jalen Reyes. He guaranteed—no, he didn't do anything— Cougars are also number one in the RPI.
0: Former Cougar women's basketball star Kalani Purcell signs a training camp contract with the Dallas Wings of the WNBA. Good luck, Kalani. Training camp starts on Sunday. So about a month and a half ago, Jeremy and I, we went head-to-head in a very intense West Coast Conference Championship Challenge. If you don't remember that, we played a game using headphones and we killed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so easy. So good luck following that up. We go between the lines for a team that <laughs> I don't know probably won't kill it. Take it BYU away. BYU <laughs> Sports
2: Nation presents Between the Lines.
4: Yeah, well, Jeremy and Spencer on a whole nother level because they spend way too much time together. But another team that is on a whole nother level right now is the BYU softball team. They are climbing the rankings, they are sweeping teams, and doing a whole lot of other sweet stuff. This is a segment called Say What? Hi, Libby. I love you.
5: 19 on roster. What? <laughs> 19? 19. 19. <laughs>
4: I don't know what you're saying. Hits
3: home runs. I have no it. Hits home runs. Hello. What? <laughs> Hits home runs. It's competition. <laughs> Hits home
0: runs. Hits home runs. Yes. Sug to center field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. I have never hit two
3: home runs in a game, so I guess that was a good game to do so.
5: <laughs> Undefeated at home. Say again. Undefeated at home. Undefeated at home? Yep. It's great to play and represent our school, but be at home.
3: Gordon Eakin. What? Gordon Eakin.
1: <laughs> Gordon Eakin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> coach Eakin, what a man. He's a great hitting coach, great defensive coach. I think he's got it all, and he knows what he wants to do with this program.
4: Rank number 22.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: what? <laughs> Rate. Run. Rate. Running.
5: Ranked. Run. Ranked. went, Rate. Rent. Ranked. Rent. Rate. Right. Rain. Red. Red. went, Rate. went, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Rate. Rent. <laughs> <laughs> Ranked. 22! rank 22! (laughs) Being in the rankings, I think, kind of gives us a little bit of an advantage. When we get matched up with the people who are higher in the rankings, they're going to be really surprised about all that we can do.
3: Beat Utah. Beat Utah. Oh my gosh, I'm too good at this. The Utah game was amazing. It was one of my favorite that I've ever played here at BYU
0: and BYU has upset 11th rank Utah,
4: 4-3. These girls were went, ran, went, just kidding. What? ranked 22 Rent? when we filmed this. Right? <laughs> but now they're ranked 21. You've got to keep up with them. They might be ranked number one next week. You never know. These girls are incredible. So thanks, everyone, for participating. As always, follow us on Twitter at BYU Use the hashtag BYUBTL if you want to hang out with us. On Twitter, yes. Let me just say on Twitter, yeah, (laughs) on Twitter, on Twitter, guys. Next week we're doing a segment called Not So Pro Day. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. I'm excited. We got
4: three of our most faithful Twitter followers to come and do some of the events with two football players, and it is phenomenal. Laser sheet,
1: Melocopter, and I can't remember the third one, but Jimbo and Jimbo. Yes, that's awesome. Do yeah. They ran. I think it's it's at BYU Pinoy or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they ran the forty.
4: Yeah, they ran. They, you know, they had some fans there. Hey, they had we'll there. we'll the see how
0: good they are at the forty.
4: Spencer, they called you out. Good. They did a cheer. They but, all, did, but they did put did their hands up and said, "Beat Spencer."
1: Did anyone claim to run a time and then not run it? That's the idea, though. It's not them against you. Oh, it is them against me. If they call me out,
4: they did. They called you out. That's true.
1: If you're gonna talk trash, you gotta bring
0: it. Yeah. Did they beat the official five one six or the unoff? Sorry, the unofficial five one six or even the official five two five or whatever it was?
1: Is it that bad? I can't remember. Five wow. oh, no. two five.
0: You, you could. I I challenge you to beat my time.
4: Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> Between the Lions in May. Yeah. No, let's
1: That's, do it. There's gonna be some dry days. That's probably a good <laughs> I idea. I know
4: it, really, it is true. But seriously, don't miss it next week because. My goodness, these guys are not collegiate athletes. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they sure that gave it their all. That is a scientific fact. <laughs> they sure gave it their all. That is fantastic. It was Micah Simon and Achille Davis We're the two football players. Of
1: course, yeah, of and course. And those guys are d one athletes. They are d one They Fs. D1 Fs. very awesome. much so fast.
4: And myself. So. Fast. All right, Lauren, thanks
1: for the time. Yeah, I was what? the other. i I'm was the kidding. other. Brent! Brent! <laughs> See you guys later. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a pleasure. That was really fun. Rio Real Breeland. That was really Killed fun. Killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Or not. I see all these girls <laughs>
0: with ponytails yeah. and hats and eye black, You're and whatnot. like, who are you? I'm like, who is who is that? Yeah, not not in softball gear. I'm totally thrown off.
1: Where do you get off?
0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, we are joined by one of the most underappreciated golfers on campus, Rose Huang.
2: Me. Between the Lines on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Martin's Collision Repair. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio
0: B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern time.
1: And this Saturday we will be live from Las Vegas at the BYU Fan Fest. It's going to be great. 3 to 5 Eastern time on BYU TV and the app. Of course, that's 12 to 2 local time uh, in Vegas. Come hang out. uh, Meet some of your favorite players and coaches. Come hang out with us. We'll be doing the show live. It's going to be a great time.
0: Our Twitter question today, which... BYU team is the most underappreciated on campus right now, and why? At Triple Crown Cougs says BYU track and field has something like
1: 30 athletes yeah.
0: who have qualified for regionals, so track and field are bringing it too.
1: And at BYU TFXC, so that's track and field and cross country, they replied to the Twitter question on Twitter, and it's just like a gopher that's just saying, Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> On repeat for eternity. They deserve some pub. We see you. Underappreciated for sure. They deserve some pub.
0: Also, one of the discussed underappreciated sports on campus and reigning West Coast Conference champions are BYU women's golf. Have spent a good deal of time in the national rankings and the reigning West Coast Conference Player of the Year and Freshman of the Year, Rose Swong is back in Studio B. Rose, welcome back. Hello, Rose. Thank you. (laughs) Where do you feel more pressure at a time like this, standing over an eight-foot putt to win, I don't know, let's say a conference championship, or taking your last set of finals?
5: Hmm... Honestly, it's hard to decide. If you're putting chemistry as my final, <laughs> it's really hard to decide, but I still say an 8-foot putt. More people count on that.
1: No. Yeah. Is, is chemistry your hardest class? What's your hardest class?
5: Uh, chemistry. Yeah. What's yeah.
1: your easiest class?
5: Easiest class. Um, Eastern religions. <laughs> okay, Eastern religion. right now yeah. the
0: Eastern religion professor is like, I got to make oh, my class made, harder. Yeah, we got to make that. this thing harder, man. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> you, you've been playing really well. The team's been playing really well. What kind of momentum do you feel like you guys have going into the West Coast Conference Championships this weekend?
5: Uh, we've got really good momentum right now, especially breaking Pepperdine's streak last year and moving on so far in the postseason. And this year, we've been super consistent. Everyone's been playing well. And we turn a very individual sport into a very solid team sport this year. So I think we're feeling really good.
1: Explain that dynamic, too, because I get the sense that, led by your head coach, Kerry Roberts, this is a tight-knit group, and there's a handful of you, what, six to eight or something? Mm-hmm. You, it's, it is an individual sport, but you guys are really tight, and, and now it is a team sport.
5: Yeah, like before coming to college, I never got the full team experience, but... I mean, these girls really made a difference. Like, we reach out to each other when we need help, moral support, birthdays, everything. And they surprise me with ice cream. And so it's just automatic friend group.
0: It's, it's hard good, not to love friend. somebody that yeah. surprises you with ice cream. That's <laughs>
1: the number one sign
5: of a good friend. We all know that.
0: Rose Wong of BYU Women's Golf with us in Studio B. What is the biggest advantage of being able to host the WCC tournament?
5: I think with golf, hosting makes a bigger difference than with so many other sports because every golf course is so different you don't have two golf courses that like in the world so for us to be able to play on riverside which is the course we play most on year round it's just we have so much more familiarity and it just feels comfortable we know exactly what shots to play how to expect the firmness of the greens and everything in that sense
1: if you want to watch BOA men and women uh the golf teams, with the West Coast Conference Championships, you can go to Riverside Country Club. What's it going to be like to host that where you could have fans and great support (laughs) at home?
5: Well, after two years of playing on this team, we've never had a true home game or tournament. So I am eager to see how many people actually come out and watch us because I probably only had parents as spectators and like other rival coaches and pretty much no one else watched me play at a tournament so I think it'll be good to see people my age or
0: professors (laughs) (laughs) it's time to rep the Y get the rock involved they're in Provo man go and support BYU men's and women's golf starting on Thursday and it runs all day
1: you need to invite that chemistry professor. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> like, hey, come on,
0: it's, great. it's great. Yeah, can you also, can you uh, grade on a different scale and bump <laughs> things up a little bit?
1: <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Not you, like not. any other student, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, yes. So uh,
0: we love superstitions, and with baseball and softball, they run rampant through the dugouts. So everyone has, every player has their own little uh, unique way of getting ready for the game, Um are you superstitious? Like, do you have an approach to golf where you like you have to do something in a certain order? You have to you have to put your golf glove on a certain way, or <laughs> it, it tie up your shoes a certain way. How are you that way?
5: Um, I don't think I'm superstitious, but I feel like so. There's this pair of sunglasses that I've worn since probably sometime in junior year, and. For some reason, I've always worn it during a good tournament. So my mom said, hey, those are your lucky sunglasses. And so sometimes, Mm. even when it's not so bright outside anymore, like if we had a later tea time and it's getting a little bit dark, people ask me, hey, can you still see with those on?
0: (laughs) If you see Rose cruising around Provo at like 10 p.m. at night with the sunglasses on, just know she's in in the zone.
1: Is that Bono? No, it's Rose
2: Long. Wow, that's right.
1: At what point in a round on a given day, do you know, this is going to be a good day, I'm kind of in the zone?
5: Um, I'd say with golf, you never know, because out of the 18 holes, you could be, say, 200 par after 17, and say if 18 has some kind of hazard or, like, just something scary about it, you could be doing so well, and it just ruins your whole day. <laughs> and I've seen that happen before in my junior tournaments and such, but I feel like... Um, if you've done well the whole day now, like you're just confident and you're like, "Okay, I got this," and it really helps to have a good state of mind
0: Does playing in Utah make a huge difference for you in your carry <laughs> and the distance of the ball because you' come from Hawaii, like yeah. the air is understandably heavier down there, mm-hmm. so what kind of a difference do you notice playing in Utah at forty five hundred plus feet
5: um, well. I'd say 5% compared to sea level. Hmm. So I just take the club that I would have sea level and then whatever yardage I had for that, add 5% of it to decide what other club, like what new... No, other way around. (laughs) I'm going the way when we have to play a tournament in California. So, like, I guess the distance that I hit a certain club goes five yards longer here.
0: Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and
5: then... The funny thing is, coaches sent us the yardage total for the WCC tournament, and I saw it's about 6,500 each day. But this whole year, the tournaments that we've played have pretty much all been at sea level, and the yardages have been at 6,100, so you can definitely see that mm. big difference. Interesting, Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your path to BYU. I know you're from Hawaii. You were born <laughs> in China. Yeah. How did you, you get to BYU?
5: Um kind of a strange story because when uh coach Carey sent the assistant coach at that time coach Nick to watch me at junior worlds after my sophomore year I just had the worst year of golf in my life I nearly quit because it was so bad and I just felt like it was just really depressing me because I put in more and more time and effort but I just got worse and I feel like golf is one of those sports that really affect the rest of your life if you're not doing well and basically I wasn't really faring well in terms of getting myself recruited by coaches and I had been like rejected through email by some other coaches and or ignored and it just was really sad for me but Mm. I saw coach Nick at the tournament and he kind of started Mm. the contact and not long after that, I got to visit BYU and I fell in love with the campus and the girls on the team and coach and I just kind of decided to commit early, but I feel like it's I feel like fate really played a hand at it because literally the moment after I verbally committed, my game like skyrocketed wow. <laughs> and peaked like a few months after I committed and then like a bunch of other coaches started being interested and then But it was like, well, it's like I'm still the same person, but you guys never had that belief in me. But Coach Carey did. She knew my potential. So, yeah, I feel like fate really helped.
1: Rise and shout. That is is fantastic stuff. Yeah, that's great. Yeah,
0: and to all those other coaches, you won't say it, so I will. Reject this, West Coast (laughs) Conference (laughs) Player of the Year. What now?
1: Not even Dikembe Matumbo could reject
0: that. (laughs) Rose, it's great to have you. Uh, let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma for uh, good Coast luck. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank
5: you so much. Yeah.
0: We'll do it again soon.
5: Okay. All right,
0: go support BYU men's and women's golf Thursday through Saturday at Riverside Country Club for the WCC tournament. It free. It's free. It's free. you rep the Y? Let's go. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more of your responses. Which team is the most underappreciated on campus? Hashtag BYUSN plus the Cougar Whip around number one recruit in the nation coming to Provo.
2: BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's
0: guests, Jalen Reyes of BYU Men's Volleyball and Rose Huang, who just joined us from the BYU Women's Golf Team. Again, for the 17th time, reminder, you can watch the defending West Coast Conference champion BYU Women's Golf Team and the BYU Men's Team hosting the WCC tournament for the first time ever at Riverside Country Club in Provo, Utah, free to the public Thursday through Saturday, rep the Y. Rose said it'll be fantastic to have somebody my age watching me play golf.
1: (laughs) Other guests coming up this week, softball pitcher McKenna Bull and the Boston Marathon 10th place finisher Jared Ward will join the program. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar whip Around. Baseball. Bad Cats play at Utah in the second game of the season series tonight. The Cougars beat Utah on March 20th, 11-6. You can listen to the game on BYU Radio or watch on the Pac-12 Network at 8 Eastern time. Softball
0: BYU sweeping the WCC weekly honors for the fourth time this season. Caitlin Larson Aldridge leveraged the karma, named player of the week, and for the sixth time, McKenna Bull is the pitcher of the week. Jeremy, what are they ranked?
1: Twenty first in the latest USA Today coaches poll. Despite winning all four games last week, they dropped a spot. They outscored their opponents forty two to three. Tomorrow, the Cougars host Southern Utah. Eight Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Volleyball third
0: ranked BYU faces fourth ranked Hawaii in the MPSF semifinals Thursday at Long Beach State. The Cougars number one in
1: the RPI. Women's basketball. Former Cougar women's hoopster Kalani Purcell signs a training camp contract with the Dallas Wings of the WNBA. Training camp starts Sunday.
2: Cross country.
0: BYU signs the number one prospect in the entire country. Yeah. Out of American Fork, Utah, Casey Klinger signed his national letter of intent. He is the 2017 Gatorade National Cross country runner of the year. That's
1: that's big time. That is a big deal for BYU men's cross country.
0: Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. And you need to post DexterLot.com. I almost want to give it to Men's Cross Country for getting Klinger to come to BYU. but Let's,
1: let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. Men's, yeah, Men's let's Cross go. Country. Let's go. Casey Klinger, word on the street is he, he could run this fall and then go on a mission. So this fall, BYU competes, as they have been, but even more, for the national championship cross country.
0: Just Let's grow go. a mustache and you're Jared Ward Part 2, man. You don't have to grow a mustache, but okay. <laughs> Twitter question. Which is the most underappreciated team on campus? Our elite tweet of the day, at NomadCook. Without a doubt, men's rugby. They gave us Paul Liseke and Johnny Linehan and a bunch of national championships. Yeah, baby. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Brian Fink. We're back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern. Fast and the Furious!